The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We don't yet have a formal identification, but it's pretty much accepted now that the body found or the skeletal remains found on the main Middleton to Whitegate Road in East Cork last Monday, that they are now uh, the remains of Kieran Quilligan, who is missing from Grunbroher. Since last September, he was 47. He disappeared without trace. Last seen gone up those steps there by the side of uh, the the cathedral. Uh, Paul Bourne joins me from Virgin Media News. We're told that there are some persons of interest now, Paul, and that arrests may follow soon, but as yet we don't have that formal identification. Why is it taking so long? Good morning. Uh, Good morning, PJ. Uh, Why is it taking so long? Because it's a very, very uh, complicated case. Uh, Remember, the remains found in East Cork on Monday were badly decomposed. They're there possibly since last September. Uh, We're now in February, so that was some considerable period of time before the body was discovered. So you can't just take it that this is such and such a person. There is extensive work has to be carried out. Um, Dental records, DNA, um, you know, it's a very, very delicate matter. And the guards have to be 110% sure that this is such and such a person. And until they're satisfied that is is Mr. X, then they will not be releasing the identification of the person that was found in East Cork. As you said, it's it's um, more or less a given now that on, it is unfortunately um, the, the, the body was that of Mr. Uh, Quilligan who went missing last September. But it could be today, tomorrow or Saturday before there will be actually a, a positive identification. All of the indicators, like you say, are pointing that way, including the discovery of some clothes, Paul. Yes, uh, the skeletal remains were found um, in a bag, I suppose, maybe describe it as a bag that you would often see outside houses where people might be carrying out uh, some work, you know, shrubbery or a little bit of demolition work. A stippo bag. But it was a heavy-duty canvas bag that the remains were found in, and it was also covered over. Um, Clothing on the remains were similar to those worn by Mr. Quilligan at the time he went missing. Um, so again, all of the clothing would have to be carefully examined and to, to verify that these were belonging to Mr. Quilligan. Mm-hmm. Now, post-mortem was carried out. Uh, the, re- re- the results not being released for operational reasons. That That's that's fairly, fairly uh, gathered procedure. But people of interest have been identified. That's right. We ran that story on Tuesday that uh, guards have identified a number of persons of interest. Um, I, I'll just take you back briefly to September when Mr. Quilligan went missing. He was last seen having left the Simon community on Anderson's Key, and CCTV tracked him all along the Sullivan's Key up to Proby's Key and going up the steps at St. Finbar's Place near St. Finbar's Cathedral. And that was the last positive sighting of Mr. Quilligan. Now, As part of the investigation, shortly after he was reported missing in and around the 4th of September, Gardy became extremely concerned for his welfare because his phone wasn't used. He hadn't been calling anyone. There was no um, movement on his bank account and he hadn't collected his social welfare. So 
like like a lot of us, we're creatures of habit, and guards then did automatically become concerned for his welfare. Uh, Super, Detective Superintendent uh, Michael Cummins in the series Crime Unit in Anglesey Street, he held a press conference at St. Finbar's Place um, a couple of weeks after the disappearance. Mm. He appealed for information, but what was going on at the same time is that Gardaí were tracking hours and hours, I'm talking hundreds of hours of CCTV footage. Mm -hmm. You basically had detectives in a room watching hours of CCTV footage from across the city. And it's a painstaking exercise. Any lapse of concentration could miss vital clues. And you had these guards glued to screens looking for a car that they believed that Mr. Quilligan had been abducted and, and, and put into this particular car. They eventually got a break when they found a car that was of interest to them. Uh, they traced the car, my understanding is, to Courtstone in Little Island, where they conducted a number of searches. They conducted a number of digs uh, in the area. It's thought that Mr. Quilligan may have been attacked and killed stone in this area. Also a possibility, they're working out there, that maybe his body had been buried there at some stage before the, the body was eventually dumped in the undergrowth in um, mm-hmm. on the Cork to on the Middleton to Whitegate Road. So it was a painstaking exercise, but it proved to be uh, worthwhile. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Because on Monday, the guards uh, with a cadaver dog moved in. But also, sorry, they have been carrying out quietly over the last number of months as well. They have been in and around the Rostellan area working on information and intelligence again that something happened in this area. And on Monday, they... Their, their hard work paid off when they found the skeletal remains in off the road um, just on the main Middleton to Whitegate Road. Okay, okay. Thank you for all that detail, Paul, because it really does paint a picture of some dogged police work here. I remember the, the, the press conference that took place there by the steps and the That's mysterious right. element of it was he had been seen going up the steps, but he'd never seen That's coming right. out. And that was, that was where the mystery began. Yeah, and I mean, you know, they they knew that something untoward had happened, um, so they were extremely concerned for his welfare. Basically, this man vanished without trace. It's like, I'm here at spot A, and all of a sudden, I'm gone. There was no trace whatsoever, no sighting, and uh, Mr. Quilligan would have been known around town um, to many, many people, mm. and nobody was able to shed any light on his whereabouts um, despite people talking to people in tone you know have you anything to tell us have you anything that you can help us with and just basically it drew a blank so guards in fairness they relied very very much so on their 
you know, their eyes and their ears, but the eyes, I suppose, on the CCTV work uh, really did pay dividends. And the intelligence that they had gathered as part of that investigation um, finally, I suppose, came to uh, an end on on Monday when the remains were found. Mr. Quilligan's family were actually notified immediately um, that uh, skeletal remains had been found as part of the investigation into Kieran's disappearance. Sorry to cut across you there, Paul. I, I, that's yeah. important. The family, the minute, the minute that that they were found, the family were notified. What's fascinating in all the detail here is, again, when a body is found and you hear the story breaking during the day, or a skeleton is found, you hear the story breaking during the day. You sometimes think, oh, the the, the famous man walk, man out walking his dog. But, but this was a this was a targeted operation. This effectively was finding something that they had a fair idea was there. Yeah, as I said, like their intelligence um, led them to this particular area. They have been carrying out searches um, in the area. And as, as someone said, they've been carrying them out quietly and discreetly, um, you know, going through the woodlands. And then on Monday, they got this cadaver dog. Um, my understanding is that he was brought from the UK, uh, a dog, in fact, similar to the dog used in the investigation into the disappearance of Tina Satchwell. Mm-hmm. There was a cadaver dog used there as well in, in, in the search for her, her remains. And uh, so this dog was brought in on Monday morning. And I think by lunchtime, the dog had, um, proved his worth and uh, had located the remains. As soon as they were, the area was immediately sealed off. Uh, A team of forensic officers moved in, carried out detailed examinations. You had the assistant state pathologist, Dr. Margaret Bolster, was drafted in, uh, carried out a preliminary examination at the scene, and the remains then were removed to the mortuary at Cork University Hospital for a post-mortem on Tuesday morning. Again, remember now, Mr. Quilligan's family had been notified as soon as the remains were found in case, you know, that because there was a heavy flow of traffic passing, and obviously when there was guards floating around there, obviously people will uh, start making assumptions and making phone calls and members of the public might start putting photographs up on social media so again the guards contacted the family then on Tuesday morning in fact members of Mr Quilligan's family visited the site on Monday afternoon and uh, watched as the remains were uh, put into the hearse and taken to the Cork University Hospital post-mortem was carried out on Tuesday morning Um, the results were made available to the guards that evening and for operational reasons Mm -hmm. though the guards are not releasing the results of the post-mortem because that will all form part of an investigation. Some speculation, lastly, Paul, some speculation that arrests could be pending or even imminent over the next few days. Uh, I don't know. Um, Look, guards aren't obviously going to tell anybody that we're going to arrest people. Um, As I said, I reported on Tuesday that people have uh, interest in being identified and, and, and that's as far as okay. I know at the moment. Right. Um, but I'm sure look, the guards are, are working uh, around the clock on this investigation and hoping to, to bring it to a, a final conclusion. Alright, Paul, thank you very much Paul Bourne, Southern Correspondent of Virgin Media News, occasionally sits in this chair too from time to time. That is a fascinating and thank you Paul for that incredible detail of the dedicated police work that has gone on since last September in an effort to locate uh, Mr. Quilligan and indeed to find out what happened to the man. Uh, thank you, Paul. We, we, we know we sometimes should sit, pause and just listen to how good
our guards are when they when they get onto something like this. They weren't letting this one go. They they weren't letting a man disappear from view like that and not find him. Thanks, Paul. Courts ninety six FM.